Good morning, friends. It's Sarah, sarahtylerauthor.com, my podcast, From My Heart, I Give You Jesus. I'm doing this particular podcast today for my uh, encouraging, comforting group that I, I love so much, uh, Coffee with Jesus. So I'll be talking to you just a little bit today uh, about what's on my heart. So um, will you join me today in trusting, believing that our God, the God of the Bible, has promised us as believers, his son, Jesus Christ, that he will keep us through whatever befalls us. Because if you can believe that, then there's nothing, nothing that you cannot get yourself through. I want to use the story in the Bible today as a comparison. Uh, this story, it's in uh, Luke chapter 16. It's verses 22 through 30. It's about the rich man and the poor man, Lazarus, the beggar. The rich man uh, was so wealthy and, and he fared so well in the city and and Lazarus, the poor man, the beggar, would even eat the crumbs that would fall uh, from the table of the rich man. But do you know that in life, there is a beginning and there is an end. And that beginning is when you're born, of course, and then the ending is when you die. This is what happened with the rich man and with Lazarus. The rich man died and he was buried. And then Lazarus died and he went into the bosom of Abraham. That's the comforting place that you go uh, when you die in Christ. When you know Jesus as your own personal savior, then that's where you will be going as you're waiting to go in uh, to the heaven to stand before the Lord Jesus Christ, the one that died for our sins. And do you know that when you ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins, when you first come and believe that Jesus died for your sins, that do you know that he forgives them and that there is no degree there's not a degree of a, of, a, of a sin. Not one sin is worse than the other sin or one sin that's not worse than the other sin. They're all sin in the eyes of the Lord. And so when he forgives you, he wipes away all those sins and they're gone. They're buried. He paid for them in full when he died on that cross on Calvary. So when I tell you about the story of the rich man and Lazarus, uh, I hope that you can relate to this. Would, well, there was a great gulf fixed between Lazarus, the poor beggar, and the rich man. And the, the rich man could see Lazarus across this great big gulf, couldn't get to him because of the great big gulf between them, but he could see him. And he said, oh, Lazarus, he said, would you please go 
and uh, tell my brothers and sisters that uh, what they must do so they won't come to this tormented place that I'm in. And Lazarus said, when he, if they didn't believe the prophets, and if people like us, if we don't believe what the Bible is telling us today, then we wouldn't even believe if, if the resurrected one would come before us and uh, stand before us. So he was telling him the truth. If they didn't, if they didn't believe the prophets, they wouldn't even believe if someone was resurrected and came to tell them. And you know, friends, this makes me think so much back on uh, a, when I first started to write something. Um, I had a sister uh, that had come to stay with my husband and I. Uh, she was going through a divorce and she was uh, in such a struggling time in her life. And as I talked to her and talked to her, I, uh, I had already had Jesus as my savior because I found him in 1969 and this was 1974. And when Katie came to stay with us because of this divorce she was going through, um, I told her that, Dixie, there's a Savior, Jesus Christ our Lord. He loves you so much, and he wants to cleanse your heart, forgive you of your sins, and let you have a new start. She said, I'm just too bad. I, there's no way I can ever, he would ever forgive me. And I said, no, no, that's not true. Remember John 3, 16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Did you hear that? Whosoever, that's you, friends, that's me. And that was Katie that day. She did kneel down. She did uh, start to say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. I know I'm a sinner. I know that I've come short of your glory. And I know that I need a Savior. So I'm believing right now that Jesus died for my sins. And do you know that she accepted Christ as her Savior? He, she invited him into her heart. And I know that the angels were singing in heaven and, and rejoicing, and, and so was her sister Sarah. And I just thought everything was just going to be okay at that time. But you know, there is Satan in the world. And so he must have played a, a big part on Katie's uh, decision because he tried to make her doubt and uh, she was still in turmoil. And it was about two weeks later that I thought everything was okay. She seemed like she was doing really good. And uh, we'd even talked about her joining up into the, the uh, armed forces and uh, just starting a career and just starting her new life in Christ. And uh, so she seemed like she was doing very well. And, uh, but I went on a, a little short two-day trip with my husband, and uh, Dixie stayed there. Katie, I'm sorry that I have another sister, Dixie, but Katie stayed there at the house with our younger son, and he was in school, 
and uh, we went off and I tried to call home while I was away. It was it was just a short distance away. We, we went up to my husband's uh, work office and I tried to call her several times that day and I couldn't get her and I, uh, I thought, boy, I, I just hope everything's okay, but everything wasn't okay. And so when we got home, um, I walked into the house and our son was sitting there on the sofa watching cartoons like he would always do. And I said, where's Aunt Katie? And he said, I don't know, up in her room, I guess. And I said, I mean, you haven't seen her since you've been home? And he said, no. So I immediately ran up the stairs. The door was locked. I pounded on the door. I called out her name. But there was no sound back to me. And I knew then, I knew that something had happened. And when I ran back downstairs, my husband said, what's wrong, what's wrong? And I looked over in the corner where we used to keep a, 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 a shotgun. We lived in the country, and it, it was just always safe there. But Satan must have worked on her heart, tried to let her think that you don't really think that you're going to heaven, do you? But he was a liar. He's always been the father of lies. So Katie had taken that gun and she had taken her life. So then we began to uh, go about all you have to do uh, to get the body out, call the sheriff, call everything that needs to be done. And they let her body down and down the stairs and out. And, and it was at that time that it was so heartbreaking for me, and, and I wish I could tell you that life doesn't hurt, that the walls don't sometimes close in on you, and that sometimes struggles get to be very, very hard. But they do. But do you know that if you have Jesus as your Savior, that you have an intercessor, you have the Holy Spirit, that comes and when you fall on your knees and you cry out and you don't even know what to pray, that the Holy Spirit intervenes and the Holy Spirit takes your prayers to the Heavenly Father and He reads your heart and He knows what's hurting you and He knows how to help you and how to comfort you. And do you know that it was many years later I think it was she, uh, she took her life in 1974 and it was in 2012 that I started to write and I wrote my first little book and it was really not to be printed. It was just a book that I was going to give to all my siblings because I wanted them to know that even though Katie had taken her life, Katie had asked Jesus to come into her heart prior to that time and the Bible tells us that nothing nothing shall separate us from the love of God so I know I know that Katie went to be with Jesus but I wrote this little book and it was just by the sovereignty of God I know it had to be 
that I met with a friend uh, that was in choir with me at church, and and I told her that I had this little book, and and I just wondered how I could ever make a little ebook out of it. And she said, well, why don't you come to lunch with me and a, another author? And she said, we'll, we'll all talk about it. So this is the way God works, friends, when you have Jesus as your personal Savior. So we met. She took my little book and she looked it over. And she said, you know, I really see something in this book. But she needs to rewrite it. And she needs to write it as it affected her not what Katie was saying when she got to heaven, but uh, what, what she felt when she uh, discovered what Katie had done. So anyway, we did. We began to work on it, and I rewrote this book, and we named it Suicide. And uh, I know it's touched many, many lives from all the reviews I've had over the years. And, and these chapters are in my other books I've written, like my Christian journey through a fallen world. And then my last book is to give you encouragement for your journey. And it's called, um, uh, From My Heart, I Give You Jesus. So I wanted to compare these uh, two stories with you today uh, to let you know that uh, there is an end. And I want your end to end like Lazarus has ended that you are with Jesus in heaven. So friends, when you think that you're against, uh, up against so many struggles and, and you, you just don't know what you're gonna do with, with what's going on in your life and everything, and, and you, uh, I just want you to remember that the, the God, the Savior that I'm telling you about, that's the God that shut the mouth of the lions. That's the God that when you that he stood in the flames uh, with the Hebrew children, he's the ever he's the ever present, Almighty God. He's the God, the God of the Bible. So will you take time right now to invite this Jesus that died on the cross for your sins? Will you take time right now to uh, ask him into your heart? Remember, there's not one sin that's worse than another sin. They're all sins. And when he forgives you for those sins, when you ask him to forgive you, then they're, you're cleansed. You are, they're, they're thrown into the deepest part of the sea and he will remember them no more. So will you just take this time right now? Comment if you want to. Just ask us uh, how we can help you on Coffee with Jesus because we are here to help you and encourage you. He's an ever-present, almighty God. Jesus, we come before you. We ask if there's anyone here right now that's listening to this podcast that needs to ask you to be their Savior, their personal Savior, Will they just take time, just say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. I know you died for my sins, and I know that you have rose again. And if I die in Christ, then I too will be resurrected at that day. First Thessalonians 4.16 says, The dead in Christ shall rise first, 
and we that remain shall be caught up to meet them in the air, and so shall we ever be with our Lord. Will you do that? Till we meet again next time on my podcast, from my heart, I give you Jesus. I love you, friends. Jesus loves you. He always has, and he always will. Thank you.